right, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of the Chicken and Liquor Hour. So happy that you all have decided to come back and listen again. I have a couple guests, some new and returning guests once again. We got my homeboy over here to my left. Y'all can't see him, so I don't know why I said to the left over here. So please introduce yourself. Please, I keep telling him, pass the mic. Please pass the mic. Trying, I was trying not to say it on the mic. Trying, oh, God. He about to talk smooth now. <laughs> What I call what I call myself the first time. Nigga, don't Yo, nobody Aaron remember. Hey, tonight though, <sighs> Cruzan. <laughs> you gonna take your Lorenz Tate reading a poem <laughs> in a nightclub looking. Uh, we got my homie Jay Ray in the building. What's good, y'all? Okay. Uh, White Chocolate is back again. Say what's up to White Chocolate. You know I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> He's cool as hell. Here, no, 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 no. This is me and you right here, brother. It's your boy Bill. <laughs> and Bill is actually 67 years old fun fact. <laughs> so I had a bunch of topics I want to talk about I wanted to talk about today but because of recent um, incidents today um, I don't want to call someone's death an incident but I guess it is an incident right yeah um, of a rapper that I really enjoyed his music I really connected to his music I felt like his music kind of embodied kind of I feel like we had the same kind of struggles to be honest, through his music. Uh, Mac Miller, rest in peace, passed away today on September 7th. And um, I guess my first question is then, the way I connect to his music, do you all have a... Um, hold on, I'm waiting to make sure people are paying attention to me because they're in their own world. <laughs> um, I want to make. I want to ask y'all, do you all have an artist that you all connect to in a certain way that maybe if they... Uh, Passed away. Oh, shout out. It's 907 on 97. So, shout out. My bad. I, I shouldn't have done that earlier because that's a really cool thing right there. My bad, young Cruzan. Um, but do you all have a type of artist that you all like connect to in a certain way that maybe if they passed away, you would feel like maybe a piece of you is gone as well? Because to me, I think it's, I felt kind of like a cornball, to be honest, because I never met Mac Miller or anything. He's not my family anything like that but he's had a huge impact on me because I feel like all the struggle he's had in his music and his growth and the way he evolved in it I feel like I've been that same way as a man so do you all have um I guess we'll start with um Jay Ray do you have somebody like that like an artist that you connect to in that way um not really I'll be honest I think like there's a lot of artists that I enjoy their music but not necessarily if they passed away, I would feel like a piece of me is gone. I would just be like, dang, you know, I can't enjoy what they're producing anymore. Um, so, nah. Is there really. anyone that you don't know personally that you could feel that way? Um, I don't think so. Like, I feel like I really love music. I enjoy it. But it's not one of those things that, like, if my... Artists passed away are the people that I really listen to. Like, I really enjoy J. Cole. I enjoy Chris Brown, you know, even though he's a, a little cuckoo. But I enjoy his music. Like, he I appreciate you didn't say problematic right there. And you just <laughs> said cuckoo instead. I We're really appreciate that. Buzzwords tonight. So thank you, because I don't want to be triggered. <laughs> Big facts. Um, but, you know, if they passed away, like, I would definitely miss their music. I miss their presence. But I personally don't feel connected in that same way. Um, as to like people I know in my personal life, um, that if they pass away, I definitely feel like a piece of me is gone. Um, so does anyone at the table, does anyone at the table have that, like have an artist or something like that, that they feel that way? 
I mean, I was about to agree with Ebony. I feel like maybe I don't listen to music enough or actually pay attention to the lyrics enough to like kind of resonate with a specific artist. Like I find a lot of artists' music, like certain songs, I'll be like, oh, I really like that song, resonates with me. But I think for me growing up, it was more like being an athlete was a large part of my identity until I went to college because I'm short and can't play basketball anymore. <laughs> but like, I think I more idolized like athletes growing up. And so like, a recent thing like Kobe Bryant retired and I, I know he didn't die obviously but, but it is different that's like, your favorite player watching yeah. the NBA with that like, last Kobe Bryant game was staged it's <laughs> <laughs> conspiracy theories like, NBA should be ashamed of themselves mm-hmm. no that's real we can talk about super team wait a minute <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll just talk about that later we'll talk but, about that later uh, I think like watching Dwayne Wade close to retirement Kobe Bryant retired like Ron's getting old. I think those are people that I like resonated with growing up because I wanted to be them because I wanted to be a professional athlete. But I, I can't say I feel the same about artists because I don't have the same appreciation for music as others do. Like okay, so that's probably a better question then. Not if it's not an artist or anything like that. There's is there someone that even from your childhood could be an athlete or anything just, that resonates with you? I kind of wanted to you know follow up on what he was saying. Um, I think we. We don't understand the uh, the connection that we have with these artists and these um, athletes, you know, especially now in 2018 when you're seeing them on Instagram, um, you know, you, you're so intact with their personal life. It's like you know them, you know. Um, I've watched Jay-Z's whole career develop. I know his kids' names, you know. It, I have more communication or I know what's going on. In Name Jay-Z's kids right now, go. Blue Ivy, Sir and Rumi. Yeah, everybody yeah, everybody yeah, knows his kid's name. Um, he said it in under two carried, seconds. He, he didn't struggle with that. <laughs> I think Jimmy Fallon would have taken that under five. <laughs> but, True um, that. No, I think, I think you know, we just kind of, yeah, we just kind of, we're, we're not, uh, we don't really understand how much we adore these people until they pass. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's also true. Like, I know, I feel like I'm just, I'm very different. And me saying I'm different, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people that's just like me that, like, really connects to the music part. So I guess the same as White Chocolate's talking about basketball. But I feel the same way because I felt like growing up and seeing, like, Chris Webber retire, Kevin Garnett retire, Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, all these players you grew up watching, it's weird to watch the NBA without all of those players that we, like, once knew. It's it's a very like Shaquille O'Neal's not there. Like Charles Barkley, they're all talking about the game now. So that's strange as hell. Um, so Young Cruzan, do you have like a artist or somebody that you really connect with that you don't personally know that you will feel some type of way if they retire and you know you'll never see them play a game again or you'll never hear them rap again, never sing again, something like that? Absolutely. Okay, well, answer the question too. One. <laughs> Denzel. Yeah, that is true. Like, Denzel to know that there would man. never be another Denzel. Even if he just retired and said he's never making another movie, yeah. that would be weird as hell to know that you can go to his Wikipedia page and it doesn't say upcoming movie yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Like, that would be strange. Will Smithian. Oh, my God. We goodness. talked about Will Smith before. I understand that he runs in all his movies. But <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Who runs more, him or Tom Cruise? Definitely oh William Smith. I don't know. I think Tom Cruise runs in more Will movies Lurie. than Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I'll not. I was disappointed I when I found out that it wasn't William Smith, that it was Willard. Like, 
I thought we connected. That's why he's Will Smith. Fuck Will. Look. This is the first I'm hearing about this. LeBron. So let's unpack James. LeBron James. How that kid say LeBron James? What about LeBron James? If LeBron James died, man. Can we just let's just say if he retired? Oh, retired. Let's just say I don't even want to put that into existence. Oh, we was talking about death. I apologize. No, no, we can. I'm not trying to put that on LeBron. No, no, we can go with it. But that would be that would be like to have some, especially what he's turned into over the last couple of years. That like I really feel like since he like after the championship in Miami, come back to Cleveland, he's really like coming to like. I don't give a damn. It's like Obama in his last term. He's like, I really don't give a damn what y'all got to say. I'm going to just do this. LeBron really don't care anymore. Like, he's really doing his thing. And I think that's made him he's even more life. powerful. He's living Yeah, life. I think that's because he... I, I think it's because he he said, like, what he was going to do. And, like, for so many years, like, he's been to, what, eight straight finals? Yeah. And, like, what, three or four of them were the Cleveland Cavaliers? Yeah. And he promised the city of Cleveland... Championship. Well, no, when he came back, he didn't promise him. He said, we're going to do our best because he learned his lesson when he first went to Miami when he was talking about not one, not two. And we know he was like being tug in cheek with that, but people ran with it because that's what the hell they do. So, but he knew when he came back, you know, you know, we're going to do our best, y'all. We're going to work hard. Like the sports cliches, yeah. though. It's like he was, he his minutes, he was playing like the whole game. Yeah. And if you look at the roster, I mean, other than like Kyrie, like literally there's a lot of scrubs on his team. Compared to the Warriors, who have like extended their salary cap basically, and so I feel like that kind of contributes. Of course, LeBron like using his money for the Promise School and like all these other things outside, or or like him and Dwayne Wade and people wearing certain T-shirts uh, during warmups and stuff like that. I think, of course, he other than the game itself, he contributes, but like people just that look at him at a different level. That'll lead me into another question after. I don't know if he wants us to use his real name because everybody out here not using a real name. Mr. Susio. What the fuck? Where are y'all? <laughs> y'all are, so, I, but well, that'll be another really cool question after Mr. Susio speaks about like who's like your favorite, not necessarily celebrity, but just favorite person out there that you don't know that's kind of like larger than life almost in a sense. Because I feel like for me now, LeBron is really getting up there though. But Mr. Susio. <laughs> We, the contrarian is going to disagree, but whatever. But Mr. Susio, go ahead. Well, just kind of playing off of Mr. White Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think LeBron is definitely a transcendent figure that crossed multiple... Hold on, areas. hold that thought. I'm sorry. Because we was on... I, no, I just want to end this topic where we was talking about, like, oh, artists that's what I, that that's people... What I was rolling so into. you're still on that? I'm rolling into that. Cool, I was just making sure. Shout so out. another person leading into that, I think that no one mentioned when we're talking about retiring, we talked about Chris Webber before we talked about Manu Ginobili. Chris Webber is better than Manu Ginobili. Yes. I mean, we're not going to get into a sports debate. <laughs> but, but I will say this. He did lead his team to win a gold... Uh, uh, gold medal in the Olympics Touché. over the United States team when the United States team had no business losing to any other team out there. One of the most competitive athletes of all time. But I will and say... transcendent in helping the sport become global. He actually has a move named after him. Not really named after him. <laughs> but, but he but, made but, it but popular. He Yeah, he he made that blow up. And it's like Jay-Z of, said, you made it a hot line, I made it a hot song. And Ginobili made it a hot song. Like, he really, the Euro stuff. I can't say he, the guy's name who really first started it. It was, like, in the 70s. Yeah, like, he really made that popping, though. But I will say, the U.S., that's that year where they looked sucky, and Larry Brown was the coach, and he wouldn't play. And that was when LeBron, Carmelo, and D-Wade was, like, just coming off their rookie year. He didn't play none of them, either. 
And that's why Larry Brown is a dumbass and got in trouble at SMU as well. So He's fuck a, Larry Brown. Egotistical <laughs> maniac. Shout yeah. out to Ginobili. That's true. But Camar- Carmelo been trash for a minute. Continue. Carmelo's trash. All right, I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not gonna let him yeah, sucker me into this. We can have a whole conversation. I'm not gonna let him sucker me into this. So I think you had another question. Let's slide on into that. What was you talking about? I don't remember what my next question. Your question was, was someone that you look up to. Um, that oh, yeah, is yeah, yeah. famous. Do y'all have that? Do y'all have something like that? Absolutely. Someone, I guess, someone that inspires you. <laughs> Why is he? <laughs> like, someone that like okay, even inspi- inspires you, you motivates you to do better. Just any of that. Here's the thing. Okay, so oh my gosh, go. young Cruzan. People, people hate on this brother. We might be the hated, honest brother. Hated, honest. <laughs> In the world, Craig. He's so Craig. In the world, Craig. <laughs> But people do not give Kanye West the credit oh that he got. I, so I think people do give Kanye the credit. It's just that he's so controversial he also. too much credit. Nah, I don't think he has too much credit. Like, he's too a genius. Too much credit. Nah, he's, he's a genius, though. He puts together a good team. Come on, it's coming out. It's not Kanye. He got six or seven producers with him. He's got guys right Because he's a rap. musician. For, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, okay. that's who only been... That's a, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who doesn't? What do you mean, who doesn't? No, hold on. A lot of people don't. J. Cole doesn't. No, hold on, hold on. Oh this Cole's is only... Not on, wait a minute. J. Cole's not on Jay's level. Wait a minute. Oh, this yeah. is only been only later in... Producers? I don't know. I was just talking... I was just answering his original question. You went left. I'm just saying. That's, that's, that's how stuff. you know that he's popping because he makes people feel some type of way exactly when you mention his point, name. Exactly my point, sir. Here's the thing. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Kanye so West is brilliant. People do not understand how brilliant he is. He literally, we haven't heard from Kanye West in how long? Thursday. All right, before, <laughs> I'm talking about before he came out with these, with these, Controversial, and that's why that's when I liked him even more when he would lay low. And he has always been controversial since day one. Yeah, he has. Jamie Foxx always talks about stories when he came to his parties in LA and all stuff, and he was like, I'm gonna be the greatest ever. He's always been controversial, he's always been a contrarian, he's always been someone who who voices his truth. So if you don't agree with it, that's fine, and we can debate that. Number one, let me be clear about something I don't care what celebrities say, so you're you, you, you. you can speak on and give your opinion to certain topics, but that doesn't mean I have to believe it. In addition to that, so because people have um, put celebrities on this pedestal, when Kanye West does say something, it moves the meter of of controversy. Right now, people got something to say about it when nobody had anything to say about anything before that. Right. So with all that being said, I think he's brilliant in the way that he markets himself. What he says, mm, irrelevant, whatever. But the fact that he puts these things out there to me makes him a great human being. Right. His statements, a lot of times in his interviews, they might be controversial, but I do think he's he's pushing the limits on it in the, uh, the limits on a lot of things that are getting him to um, put himself on certain platforms. Who else do you know that's an artist that then um, try to do their own shoe brands, right? 
Okay, okay, you could argue like Adidas with, S. Doc with other Carter group. back in 03. Well, he, he didn't try to he didn't he didn't <laughs> try God. to come out with a whole freaking shoe brand though. No, I'm just like playing. he just I'm put joking. his name on a on a shoe. Yeah, I'm joking. Who um also wants to produce artwork? Who wants to do modeling shows and um and have like a whole clothing line? Like he's really pushing the limits on. That's why I like Kanye because he pushes the barriers and the limits on where people want to pigeonhole you and put you on a box. On what um, they want to categorize categorize you as. Why do we get so upset at the things that like not just him but celebrities? But since we're talking about Kanye, why do we get so upset with what he says? Because I agree with you, and I'm looking for someone to like um, bring another point to it, so I can say it in the other way. Because I don't understand why we get so upset. Because at the end of the day, he is a celebrity. It's not like he has a background in. Politics. He's not in his wheelhouse. It don't yeah. make sense. No, that's not an excuse, man. The celebrity thing is not an excuse, especially for um, some of these rappers that we've watched mature over time, like Jay Z, who's damn near the leader of the free world at this point. You know, um, he has way too much of a reach. And he's way too old to be acting like that. Exactly. Got kids, so basically, he, he needs to be more responsible yeah, when you man. know that you have that yeah, type of pedestal. Yeah. You got a power. Especially you where you come from. You got a responsibility to the people that you're talking to, right? As grown people, that's fine. Mm-hmm. We can understand. We can separate the bull mm-hmm. from what's for real, for real. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I think about students. I think about children. They don't know what's real and what's not. Their world, their mind is still developing. They don't really understand sometimes of what is for real. Like, I think about reality TV. They don't understand that half of that is scripted. More than half of it is scripted. They put people in certain places to produce certain material. So when people who have such a pedestal and such a reach say things that are controversial like that, and it's not even the fact that you're saying things that are controversial, you're saying things that are legitimately not true. And you're warping the mind of to who make is coming to take viral. this world and take over this world. Okay, so but For I analytics. But I also I also feel like what he's saying, like people only listen to He'll talk for 20 minutes, but they're only going to listen to the five seconds of uh, the five seconds that they disagree with. And that was stupidity or whatnot. So he can go on and say slavery was a choice and then go on and say some really dope shit. So I'm just at a point where I'm like, don't cancel out everything else. Like, let's judge them for both. It's like in Dave Chappelle's comedy, uh, Dave Chappelle's last special when he's talking about Bill Cosby. And he was like, I mean, he put it much better than I will or whatnot. So go listen to his special. But he was like, Bill Cosby, yes, he raped, but he also saved. So it's also like, let's look at, he sent a lot of black people through college and, and changed a whole lot of people's lives. But then he also was a fucking horrible person and raped people. And Kanye, that's not literally the same thing at all. But like, I feel like it's some very surface level shit that we're judging him for when there's a lot of other dope shit he's doing and not just talking about like music and fashion because that shit's kind of fleeting sometimes. But he's also done a lot of dope things in the community as well and brought a lot of black people up out of neighborhoods that would have never been in the position they are. So I just feel like we judge somebody for the five seconds and then because we're in the cancel culture, which is another thing that I hate right now next to problematic is cancel culture. We want to cancel somebody because they have a different opinion. And so now we can't even allow people to have a different opinion than what we have. Go ahead, White Chocolate. I mean, I, I agree with Chris on. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know if I pronounced it. You said right. it right. <laughs> but it was a, I think it that, was soft ass. <laughs> I think once you get up to that level, like people want to force you into boxes. They're like, you are known for this, or you have to do this. 
And so I think, and I agree uh, with you as well, Will, in that people... Well, they don't know me. You can't use my real name. <laughs> okay. no, I, just, I think that... Posting on all my social media. <laughs> it's um, Sweet Dick Willie. Stop it. Oh, I can't. Stop it. I, my my whole train of thought is like, yeah. edit out. But I just think that, like, people want to take sound bites. Our world is very polarized right now. And people want to find the pieces of information that they know is going to force a wedge into society and force people to pick sides. So going back to your comment, I, I agree. They pick sound bites of, of conversations. Yeah. Or they intentionally find the most controversial comment. And, and that's kind of their there. job to do sometimes. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm torn. It's like I'm torn because I agree with Jay Ray and Bill. But I'm also on what y'all are saying, too. And I think that's the whole point of, like, being a human. Like, it's complex. And so you can't just agree with straight down on every Like, it's like you can't just agree that everything the Democrats say, I agree with every single thing they say. I agree with every single thing a conservative says. I might be conservative about certain things. And I'm and I might be liberal about certain things. So like, uh, if it comes to strippers, I'm very liberal about that. <laughs> I'm liberal about strippers and porn. Like, I'm gonna be liberal about that. And it's one of those things that, like, okay, cool, we can agree to disagree on most things, but slavery was never a choice. So, but like, did regardless, you? <laughs> so regardless if you said it, right? And they picked out a soundbite and all of that. That's fantastic. Great, we get it. We know that the media does that, but. You said that. Like, there's no getting around that you said that. And what trouble does that cause for young black youth out in, in Chicago? America? That's in already Chicago. struggling. Like, no, I totally, already have I totally get that, and I, I agree. I totally get that. But mm-hmm. if you're like really listening to what he's saying, he wasn't, and that's the problem because if I feel like if Kanye is not over a beat and rapping, he can't articulate with what he's trying to say, and that's the problem. Some Big people, fact. some people need to just shut the fuck up. Or whatnot. There's certain things I'm not going to talk about. If you ask how to make a cheesecake, I'm not going to try to articulate this is how you make a cheesecake or whatnot. But I feel like when I think what he was saying as in slavery was a shit, I just lost my train of thought because I've been slavery drinking. Was a choice? No, but I, hold on. Oh. I think that, like, <laughs> I was talking about cheesecake. Yeah. I think what he was trying to say is that. He was comparing it to today as in people getting this mindset to be slaves. Like we was me, we was talking about earlier off the mics, how people get in this victim mindset and you don't realize you're in that mindset. And people will get caught up in this slave mindset and have that mindset today. So if you listen to the rest of what he said, but on Instagram and everything, it was only that twenty five seconds yeah. or whatnot. And if, if you're Kanye West and you know you can't articulate yourself and you want to get that. But that's the chest, problem. People don't always know they can't. Write, and that's his problem. Write a press release, my nigga. Like, but that's his problem. He doesn't know on. that he can't articulate. He thinks that he is Would articulating. Would you go up to TMZ and do right. that? You know but what that's you're not doing, my man. problem. And exactly. that's not your No, no, no. I'm not saying that, that it's not our problem or whatever. But I think that also is the other problem that we are too worried about what celebrities are saying. And I understand yeah, what y'all are saying exactly. because that you need to recognize that you do have this pedestal. So you need to watch what you say or whatnot. But somebody like Kanye, he's probably got yes men all up around him all the time yeah. now. Like him, like Jay Z talks about how they, well, he hasn't necessarily talked about it, but you can just tell from the shit that has happened that they're not as close as they once was. Yeah. And Kanye has said in raps that if it wasn't for Hove, I wouldn't know to shut the hell up. Like Jay Z calls me and tells me just to shut up or whatever. So now if you don't have that, you don't have the voices that used to be able to tell you when to shut up or that could put you in your place. Now you just out there all reckless or whatever. Now you're going to tell yourself that you're right. And he's probably got yes men 
all the time. Yeah, man, that's real. That's real. And that's why he fucking released the uh, the life of Pablo thinking all that shit was fire when only like five of them joints was fire because he got all these people telling him this shit is fire. Go ahead. Young Cruzan got something. He about to kiss the mic. He got some fire to <laughs> First of all, let me be clear about something. It is I can't. It's Cousin. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> There's an accent over the A. My apologies. We're hitting it with the soft ass. <laughs> Cousin. It needs a hard Z. <laughs> with all that being said, people don't factor in the tr- the truth that Kanye West has admitted that he has been diagnosed as bipolar. Right. Right. There is a bunch of mental That's wellness. Take, man. That's not a hot take. If you how's that a hot take, Bill? How's People, that a hot take? You just because it's hot right now, you want to say you're bipolar and you have all these mental that's issues. Fine. You can no, that's kind of messed up to say off. though. Kanye's a little off. Right? Well, he's all, but Bill, that's that's kind of messed up but, to say though that just because someone has money, they should be able to get a certain thing fixed. We don't know how deep you into that. We don't know the kind of shit he's dealing with though. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, young Crusan, because I don't want to misinterpret what Bill. It's saying that's I put the accent over his name when I, I said Chris. You still, you still <laughs> hit me with a uh, uh, soft ass. <laughs> Go ahead, Bill. I'm not saying he should, just, Bill. Uh, he should just get Ooh. over it, but I'm saying he has power and you know he's able to make what a is, decision. What does power have to do with mental health? No, 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 he's got access to resources. To and you, you married Kim Kardashian. That's and not that's not too good for your she mental health. She got mental health. illness too. You knew you were soft. <laughs> okay, that is true. That is not too good for you your mental you health. Couldn't deal oh, my with, bad. I don't want to be putting mental illness on people. You knew you couldn't deal. You know you were. Um, you had those issues. Like, you, why would you put? You know, have Kim Kardashian as your wife? Let her raise what your does children. that have to do with the fact that well, he has he, an internal he can't issue. deal with? He, he's. Why would you do that to yourself? That was your decision. You love choose is your wife. love. Which, That's cute, but access to resources means that you can get the drugs that you need to help you manage. But just because you have access to it and everything doesn't mean that it's gonna work. Like my, that doesn't mean that it's gonna work. My point. I need oh shit! Money. Hold on, we got somebody running to the mic. Bipolar disorder is not an excuse. For his behavior. It's not an excuse for I any type of poor I didn't finish my point. I didn't finish my point. Okay, but you just kept saying the same thing. <laughs> That's all That's I want to say. That's because Bill jumped in. No, so for everyone at the table, mental illness is not That's an excuse Okay, this is double dutch. Behavior. Everybody tagging it's in. It's not. So, I'm not saying that mental, that mental illness is an excuse. I'm just saying that it was a contributing factor. Yeah, we can all agree on that. So, in addition to it being a contributing factor... He is someone. We, we, first of all, everybody at this table has is highly educated. Uh, I'm educated. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> all right. Not to say that if you if you haven't gone through the education system that you're not mm-hmm. smart. I mean, let me be clear about that. Mm-hmm. But when you go, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> when you go through certain experiences, when you go through certain experiences, and one of those things is that the system of higher education, which I don't necessarily agree with everything that happens, mm-hmm. what it puts you through a field tracing system to where you can make deci- make certain decisions based on just being put through that system. He hasn't been through a system like that. So him making decisions, not only is the mental illness a contributing factor, but he hasn't been through a system where they train you to be a critical thinker and to be able to articulate certain points. Got a rebuttal for that. So okay, so we're we're gonna move on to a new topic soon. On, so who wants to? Who has the last? 
Bill has the last. Is hold I on, Bill women. Bill and white chocolate. Y'all got the last thing, so this shit better be dope. If y'all fuck this up. Kanye West's mother was a irrelevant. Let him what does your mom got to do with you? Bro, wow! Everybody's cutting me off. All right, we got it. I believe cool. she was an African American um, history professor. I don't, I'm, I don't, trying, to, I'm I don't trying to see where he's going with this. Okay, go yeah. ahead. He rapped in his song at the tender age of six. His mom was arrested for the sittings with his granddad. And Something with that like in that. my blood, I was born, born to be too. different. You said he... The niggas can make it to Bowser's... Okay, I'm sorry. You said he wasn't put through a... He was born to be different. He had mental he had mental <laughs> wellness issues. You said he wasn't put through a uh, filtration system? Correct. I believe that was the system. That Living with his mother? His mother, who was an African-American uh, history professor, and his granddad, who was sitting in at protests uh-huh. during the Civil Rights era. Uh-huh. Kanye West, you... You said uh, slavery was a choice. You had these experiences. Mm-hmm. That's no. There's no excuse for that. Tomato, potato. This <laughs> is what I've learned. We interpret things in so many different ways because when he said when slavery was a choice, a lot of people heard it in one way. I heard it in a different way. Somebody heard it this way. We choose how we want to interpret it or whatnot. So when I heard that, I didn't think that he was talking about literally slaves hundreds of years ago and that they was like out there and white people came out there with whips and they looked at them was like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm going to be a slave today. I didn't look at it like he's saying that. I looked at it like I said earlier that today people have this mindset to be slaves to can be to their jobs, to the record company that they signed to, blah, blah, blah. I didn't look at it like that. So people will choose to interpret it in however they want to interpret it or whatnot. White Chocolate, do you want the last... Yeah, I think just going back, I mean, I'm on Team Croissant right now. (laughs) Regardless of what celebrities do, I think, like, say you, just for example. Yeah, bring it back around. If you carried a mic around with me all day and you sound by everything that I I would be in so much trouble. You're going to, everybody, and you put it on CNN or Fox News or whatever site you look at, they're going to... Sell it the way they want. Why chop you out there looking at Fox he News? He chose to go to TMZ. <laughs> They're gonna make nobody it forced him to go so to what I'm TMZ. Saying That's is, not the point he's making. That's not the point, point he's is, making. Is that Kanye may have had some questionable things that he said that got used against him, but you can't use that one time to accumulate what you think about a person because if they were if people were recording us every day or during our worst times or times where we have mental illness problems as someone that has anxiety, I think. Sometimes I do things I'm like, dang, like I wish I could go back and not do that, but I was not well. I was not taking care of myself. I was over involved. So And then sometimes I just be bugging out and saying some yeah. stupid shit. So I think all it all goes down to like with celebrities, and I think this is with all celebrities <laughs> is that like people just hold on to the little things that they do and they don't look at them like holistically and say, This is a full person. Yes. And they just say, Oh, he said it that one time twenty years ago. This is what I'm going to remember Kanye as for the rest of my time because I'm dead. We're complex. That. We're complex individuals. Like you can't look at some shit that I said ten years ago because me and Jay Ray was talking about that off the mic. That there's some shit I was saying back in high school that people now would think I was a misogynistic, homophobic, racist. <laughs> and you probably were. Oh but shit! The point, but the point <laughs> of the matter is, the point of the matter is that God. you grow. And it was a different time, also. It and was a totally different time. Absolutely, you're presented with people with different experiences, and you realize how your experience is wrong because you see other people, and you're like, "Wait a second, why have I lived this way?" 
or you may have accidentally said something that affected someone you cared about and you didn't realize, holy crap, that person's experience means the same as mine. Absolutely. <laughs> so I I I'm 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 going to finish that. Finish this, finish this cruise on. The point of the matter is we all have points of growth. He we have <laughs> we all have points of growth. So Kanye might have thought it was absolutely okay to say that at that point in time. But then when he came out and said it, first of all, it was wrong. I'm with y'all on that. That was absolutely wrong. He was wrong. It was stupid. It was dumb. All right, cool. So now he also has the mental attitude and acuity to register the fact that, hey, I need to learn from this. So he has gone back on. He did go to TMZ. Dude, dude corrected him. Um, dude has something to say to him. He used that as a platform to be like, you know what? I was wrong. He's been going on this so apology why don't we, tour. So why don't we accept apologies anymore? Like, he really came out and apologized. and That's cool. I accept, I accept his little funky apology. That's fine. <laughs> However, comma, right? That you is where it comma goes, so that's good grammatic. Okay, come mm-hmm. on here. Shout that's out. actually semicolon. Shut your cruise ass up. However, God I work for the term. Okay? <laughs> and we're going to imply about Kanye's statement. My bad. Anywho, so, yes, accepting his apology is fine. He's been apologizing to Drake and everybody else. Okay, for real, this is the last on this topic. It's fine. He made a mistake. But, and I agree, It. He's been put in a box, you know, especially as another black man. We want to see him prosper. But he has got to be more critical about the things that he says on his platform. And that's just kind of what it is. Like, you made a mistake. Cool. I'm not going to boycott Kanye for the rest of his life. Just It takes too much critical. energy to worry about boycotting him. It is. Like, it's, we want to see him thrive. We want to see him prosper. However, he's got to be more critical about the things that he says. And if he's, you know, if he's mentally ill, he needs to get help for that. So that he doesn't get up here and say. All right, we're moving on to the next topic because I'm kind of disappointed in myself that I let us stay on Kanye for so long and that <laughs> pop culture shit. But um, I do. worth it. Okay, sure. And uh, you're worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate you. And we're worth it. That's the <laughs> nicest thing Young Cresson's ever said to me. <laughs> oh, that's um, but I do have a question that a homegirl asked me. She said, do you think men who aren't deemed attractive... I don't know why I just did like the little quotation of my fingers because y'all couldn't see that, but whatever. <laughs> Do you think men who aren't deemed attractive have better dating experiences than women in the same category? Anybody want to drop a hot take? Um, I'll start it off, you motherfuckers. Okay. <laughs> I said I was trying not to cuss that much, but something about getting in front of a mic and you drinking, yeah. you just want to like <laughs> say cuss words. Um, I think that unattractive men have it easier than unattractive women because unattractive men have so much more confidence and like ugly as uh, (laughs) unattractive dudes will go and holler at a woman no matter what. Like, man, we're so used to clowning each other, talking about each other, like, man, you ugly ass and just saying all that. We got confidence. We'll go like, shit, fuck it. I'm going to just go holler at this woman. Women are already like predisposed to not like, to be like, what am I going to holler at a man for? He's supposed to holler at me. So they're already thinking that anyway. So she views herself as unattractive. She definitely doesn't have the confidence to go holler at a man. So an unattractive man, he's going to go shoot his shot. We're used to being rejected by women from, okay, maybe me. Like, I'm sure 
I was ch- I was chubby growing up, so I was used to. Was. Have you seen me, my nigga? Like, hold on. Wait a minute, hold on. He gonna talk about me and this oh beer belly ass hey, nigga hey, over hey, here. Hey. Gonna talk about me. I lost a little white girl off my body. How much weight have you lost? <laughs> I've lost an Olsen twin. Have you seen the pictures? All right, that's what I thought, young Cruzon. Oh no, I thought I thought you were continuing to go. Have you seen the, the radio? They can't see this face. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'm explaining this face to y'all. <laughs> he's got he's got unshaved uh, pavement on oh his cheeks God. right now. Five o'clock shadow. Um, that he calls it a five o'clock shadow. I see unpaved concrete. First of all, we're not. <laughs> first of all, let me let me be clear about something. We're not gonna tear. We're not gonna tear each other down. You're right. We're not because he just go. told me that I was special or something a little second ago. I can't remember. Susan, you're worth saying it. that you are proving the point that you brought up. So I will say that you're proving the point. See, we clown each other. Down. See, we tear each other. We used to well, see. That's why we did that, and he brought it back. Thank you, Young Cruzon. So that's a uh, he's different. Um, but that's what we do. So who else out here agrees that, or do you have a different point? So we have a new person on the mic. McKeezy. So we have we have McKeezy on here. What do you think, McKeezy? Um, hi. She's got she doesn't normally have this nice sensual voice. This, this sexy voice. Macy Gray voice. I do always have this voice. <laughs> <laughs> Usually it's non I don't. I just have a lot of hard nights. Mm. Anyway. Pause. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Hard nights, boy. I think uh, I agree with you. So, I mean, I can't be the one that disagrees, but I do think that, quote unquote, unattractive men have um, an easier time dating uh, or finding women or whoever it is that they're trying to date. Because, like you said, men are just used to constantly shooting their shot. And, you know, you got to put up shots to win the game. If one doesn't fall, they just keep moving. Now, I put up one shot maybe once every year. When men put up one shot every three weeks. And the shot might be something that they wouldn't even know that I was shooting. So. That would be direct. Yeah, I don't do that. See, and then that's the other problem. Women ain't direct either. They they like to sit all the way across from a room and just wink their eye. Like, I don't know what the fuck. I thought something was in your eye. I what know you see me making eye contact. No. In 2018, you can't even look at a woman in her eye. You got to be Hashtag direct, me man. too. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, we're getting past the point. No. Anywho, but I do agree. I think that, I definitely think that women, you know, we might be a little more fearful of rejection. But I also think that men, sometimes their affection is fleeting. So to put yourself out there and to really like say, oh, okay, I really like this guy. I want to be with this guy, whatever. We are unsure that men really are going to reciprocate that. And it's rejection to a different level because we're told that we need to look a certain way or be a certain way or whatever in order to earn and to deserve attention from men. So I feel like when we're rejected, it it hurts to your core in a different way where men can kind of get over it a little bit quicker. So do you, so are you saying you think that men, that women don't always think that he's that interested? Like he can lose, like women might think men can lose their entrance, interest fast. Yeah, I definitely feel that way. I think that, mm-hmm. um, I mean, we talk about that a lot, right? Like why do men cheat? That's a, we can go on for days about that. Black but, men don't cheat. Uh, women okay. don't cheat. 
Gotcha. I'm not saying women don't. She didn't that say that. The, that wasn't even in the <laughs> conversation saying, That's yet. where you started. No, it's not. That's where not I the point is, of her. Yeah, that's right, not the, the point. Start, the Young Queen saying I was being problematic, why y'all. Why do men cheat, right? <laughs> like, why we talk about that? And I don't know the statistics. Are there statistics out there that like people have actually done studies about the rates of men cheating versus women cheating? I don't know. But what I do know from what I see every day and what my reality is, I see that there's a lot more men cheating than women. Right. And why is that? So I just feel like for women, it's harder to put yourself out there because of what you are told that you're supposed to look like and what you're supposed to be like in order to keep a man's attention. So it's just it's more difficult. I also think, I mean, just for my very limited dating experience, that (laughs) I'll be honest, I just think that some of the women I've dated that it's been serious, like. They've had men treat them like really bad in the past. And so I think, and this is a hot take, but I think that women will let the standards on physical attractiveness go down if you will treat them better and have a better personality when men are are generally, um, not all men are this way, obviously, but men are generally more interested in the physical aspects of the relationship. And so they're going to weigh that more than a female might, even though we know that there are women that love sex just as much as men do. So I don't want to generalize anything, but I just think that it's easier for, I guess, unattractive men to find women because they're not as worried, like you mentioned. So I think the and going back to my point, I've dated women where men have treated them bad. One particular that I can remember for a long, long time because it was just a very crazy relationship and it all stemmed from the way that one dude treated her that I feel like even though I think I'm a fairly attractive male I think that she literally didn't care what I looked like because I was treating her well was complimenting her and was getting That's along with her and so I think it didn't matter what I looked like she was just so shocked that I was like feeding into her and then also being like I'm sorry you had that experience so I think of course that compounds and it's a very complex problem but I think men put more value in science or statistics do say that men put more value in the physical aspects of the relationship than women do. Can I just walk walk through that um, scenario you just gave? This is Cruzanne, by the way. Oh, Ladies. God. <laughs> Help us. But, <laughs> but at the same time, so you are no longer with that young lady, correct? That's correct. Can I ask Why? I'll be honest, it got to the point where her insecurities became like she was almost treating me like the guy that was treating her bad. So like she had trust issues with me because of the way someone previously had treated her. And I was very patient for the longest time. But I realized at some point she was not going to let it go. And so I was like, this is emotionally taxing for me. And I'll be honest, I was a sophomore in college. So I was that dude that was like, kind of like we were just talking about. I was like, I'm trying to find someone physically attractive. Where are they at? I'm going to shoot my shot. If they say no, I'm going to bounce onto the and next And he's going to shoot the club up. And I'm going to grab another Natty Light and oh I'm going to drink it. So I'm just saying, like, I was so immature fun. then. But now looking back, like, when you kind of get to a certain age, you start being introspective. You start realizing things. Yeah, shout out and to bros. I growth. just feel as though... Sometimes the way men treat women and shoot the way women treat men in certain situations, it affects people for a long period of time. They just can't let it go. And so 
I know that's not what the original topic's about, but I think that women, in my personal experience, that have been treated that way, they're not necessarily as worried about the attraction piece as they are. Can this person emotionally support me, talk about my day-to-day at work? Like, once you get past, like, 21, 22, I feel like it's not so much, like, man, my guy looks great on Instagram, or, man, my woman looks wonderful, like, all my friends approve. But I I know that's not the direct topic that we're talking about. I mean, it it relates to it, though. Yeah, I mean, it it relates to it, because women will kind of, like, will... I'm sorry, was one of y'all about to say something? My apologies. Yo, Cruzan, did you have something problematic to say? My bad. I don't have anything. I don't have anything problematic to say. Regardless. Oh, my God. Take it back. If he does have something problematic. (laughs) So let's unpack this. No, so, I mean, I just... Women, it's like women will settle quicker than a male would. And I say settle not as such a negative thing. Though, but like women will be like, all right, he doesn't have this and this, but he does have this, this, and this quicker than a man will settle with that. This is young Cruzan. I'm so sick and tired of this guy, dog. (laughs) But let me say this (laughs) all the women I've ever dated are absolutely beautiful. In your opinion. Oh, I might opinion, think they ugly. And in, and in real, and in real life. <laughs> and in real life. In your opinion. In my opinion. In his real and, life opinion. And in, in reality itself. In, his, so in his real life. Debatable. Uh, his top five word. Thank you. Top five. Top five. That's fine. <laughs> I'm just saying all that to say this. I'm so tired of this. <laughs> and that is that... Um, <laughs> I wish I was recording like video recording us as we're recording Brad, I, this. I That's what day. I'm at. This I do have a video camera in there. You real? You got to delete all the sex tapes off first. Oh, I think a lot of times. I think a lot of times. Stop. I think a lot of times women. Um, okay. We're doing. We're in this conversation. We're blaming women a lot, right? Are we? Yes. I didn't blame women. I don't feel like we're blaming anyone. Okay, we're just, just saying, observing differences. Do we not live in a patriarchal society, right? No. I'm just playing yes. Um, I'm just playing. Most definitely. All right, cool. So White patriarchal society. So, <laughs> absolutely. Dang it, white chocolate. A white patriarchal <laughs> society. So with all that being said, what, you, when, what I'm hearing a lot of you say is that women can't accept an um, a uglier guy or whatever. Um, can true but i'm just saying from the, the lived experiences that they have had it, it it was more of a um a can it was more of a will right so oh, in essence they will choose um a guy that's uglier for whatever reasons right no they will settle for an okay my bad go ahead my right bad, so ahead. they'll settle for okay. for a guy whatever for various reasons that support um the patriarchal society right because that guy can can be less fear can be less fearful in a lot of situations. Can probably get access to a job easier, um, where he can have um, uh, financial stability he in the relationship. He can fix things, right? All these different things that they're part of. Okay, I not think, real life to what? I think it's just that. Survival. No, I think it's just that women 
will look more for a well-rounded individual than a man will. Like, a man can have these two things. Like, that's good enough for me. I'm fine with that. But a woman's going to want a a, real, a well-rounded man that she's not just going to look at. Does he look good? Because she will allow all the other things. Like, if he can he, um, can he take care of me? Can he protect me? Does he have a great sense of humor? He can cook. He can rub my feet. And then she's going to look at those things. And then all That's of a sudden, it. she's going to be like, damn. <laughs> then she's going to be like, damn, he actually does look good. She's going to allow those things to make him look good. Yeah, but guys don't do the same thing. I don't think it's as popular with men. I'm not saying that no men do that. And because there are a lot of us dudes out there that are like that. I just think that it's more common with women than it is with men, though. But like we're forgetting one important factor. Oh God! What kind of <laughs> stupid things he about to say? Go ahead. Very, very. Important. I mean, very important. I feel like Susio is speaking, and I, this is on the Mystery. Susio lines of topics here. <laughs> Clearly, is I feel like girls are gonna care about also how you please them in the women. bedroom, how you ladies, swing. women. I mean, also I that like also goes with it. That. I mean, that also goes with. It. So if it's an ugly man and he can put it down for her in the bedroom, how would we have gotten to that? Because he could rub your feet, he could protect you, he had money, he took care of you. And then, because I know I'm not the most good looking dude in the world, but I've had some women that I went, okay. This nigga didn't have to agree with that. Fuck you. Neither is he. But I I don't care because I have a nice personality. My mother told me. Mm. (laughs) I also think what Chris is saying. Next thing you know, it's going to be Alfredo. I don't know. (laughs) I'm not saying it right. White chocolate getting smoother and smoother, boy. Alfredo. This nigga got the hair raising, the elbow on the table. Whatever the fuck he said, I don't care. What he's saying is, is that like even living in a patriarchal society, there are unfair pre- there's yeah, <laughs> Thank white you. patriarchal. There's a lot of unfair pressures that go on women too from their fellow community of women. Yes. Where they're like, I need to like I am twenty eight. I have to Instead have a kid by now and I have to a yeah. young attractive man or a man that I'm physically attracted to. I'm getting yes. nervous because I am in the a mid part of my career. I'm trying to figure this out, and you know what? This guy's funny, and he has a good job. So I might as well. So I'm basically. gonna, I'm gonna settle for do this y'all have now. Many friends who like say it again. Or do y'all have many male friends who pay like women's bills and stuff like that? You're talking about to the guys or the women? Everybody. I don't know. You can mean pay their bills, like like they, support their uh, their homegirls, people they're, they aren't dating. They're dating, yeah. Women, women. Do we have? Do we know of women or like short term dating? Because we have to clarify. You short know term, what I mean? Do we have no? Long-term Hell no. I'm talking about people you that grown. are in relationships. Yeah, long term, yes. But short term, no. And I, when, I don't know nobody like To that. clarify, when we say pay, he can pay bills, I A don't cell mean, phone bill? I don't want you to like, come in here and pay all the bills and I don't do anything. That's not what I mean. Right, but I do want you to pay the I mean, household someone bills, that can so. <laughs> contribute to a Let's family. Let's be clear. Like, talk about it. Me and my talk about it. Talk about that. That is talk about that it. Let's he talk about it. very clearly that that's something that like I would enjoy. You pay the household expenses and I make sure that we have fun stuff. We go places. I, you know, suck I your dick compared to that. I make sure that we have a comfortable lifestyle and you just cover what you need to cover in order for us to have a foundation. But a lot of times that makes a man feel like a man in certain it instances does. or whatnot. Like, I'm not saying it just makes you feel like a man, but I do enjoy that if you're my woman, you're my lady, my girlfriend, we're in a long term relationship, I like filling up your tank. 
like filling up filling up your gas tank. I like paying a bill and you didn't know I was gonna do it. Now I don't want you to ask, babe, would you do this, do that? I want to surprise you and just randomly pay a bill. That's what I like to do. That makes me like, I think that's dope, and I, I like doing that. I like to see her surprised with that. You don't think men feel um, like they have a uh, advantage over women when they begin to do that? That's some type of, that's a weak-ass man. That's a weak well, man that feels that way, though. It's a relationship, yeah. right? When it gets to that point that it's like, because I do things for you, now I kind of own you in a way. That's a toxic relationship. But because I, I don't do want to say I own I you, you, but if I, if I if I pay half of your rent and you catch a girl texting me, that's not a big deal. Oh. I just pay half the rent. I I want want the it's problematic. Yes, but I want to Bill is single. Bill is single. There's a reason why. Hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. So, Bill, you're saying that if we're in like a not not so serious relationship, but I have paid your rent, you can't trip at me for texting other women or being with other women. What are we talking about? That's true though, because that's different. But me, but we're talking about in a long term relationship though. But we're talking about being in a long-term relationship, so that's kind of different. If it's a see, and that's where people get it fucked up mm-hmm. because when you're in a not so serious relationship and you want to allow you're mm-hmm. allowing someone to pay this bill and that bill mm-hmm. or whatever, that's where it gets a little um a little gray area. That's the gray area, and that's where miscommunication comes in. You're in the same book, but you're not in the same chapter or whatnot. So when you're not in a serious relationship, but you're allowing this person to pay these bills or whatnot. Yeah, that person's probably going to be like, well, I'm doing this. You can't be worrying about what the fuck I'm doing. But then, so that's why you got to have that type of communication. And that's also why I'm not paying nobody's fucking bills if we're not in a serious relationship. But that's what happens when you get these niggas, these men that have um, a lot of money, like these athletes and these rappers and shit. That story. And then you get these, like these Instagram models who necessarily don't have money yet, but then they look good on Instagram. And then you get a James Harden. Um, uh, DeMar DeRozan, whatever big time basketball player, ASAP Rocky, whatever big rapper that sees a, a good looking woman on Instagram, he's like, well, let me holler at her. And that's all she's thinking about. Oh shit, I got him in my Instagram. Then he's paying this bill and that bill. Mm-hmm. She's pumped that she finally got this famous dude to pay this and that because that's what she was looking for. Mm-hmm. But like, you got a fucking rapper or a basketball player or just some dude with money. He's like, I'm paying the bills, so you better just like suck my dick and have sex, yeah. and don't worry about what else, whatever the fuck I'm doing or whatever. I'll and those, that's them toxic ass relationships that start off with social media, and that ain't healthy whatsoever unless y'all on the same page and both of y'all understand. And I, I mean, go ahead. I'm going going back to my original point. Fuck your original. I'm just playing. I'm sorry. I'm just when playing. I say like financially supporting, I don't mean paying bills. I mean. I think it's level you take two. sex and gender out of it completely. Why? I think at the at a certain age you start looking at longevity. You're like He keeps coming in with this can logic. This person, can, this, can this person because after a while you're like, sex is sex. I mean, of course it you is. No, after a while, sex is just sex it though. Is. Yeah. Yeah. But I think you eventually regardless if you're a male or female or any other sex or gender. I think that you need to understand that, like, once you reach that point of maturity, you're like, okay, I got to think of longevity. Can we, if we're together, can we afford a nice house? Can we pay for our children? Get your married house? ass out of here. No, I'm just saying that, like, you see that in people. I have fraternity brothers. When I was a freshman, they were a senior. They were the, they stayed up all night partying. I mean, what they did some questionable mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. And now when I see them at everything. homecoming, 
They're talking about how can I get my mortgage payment down? Mm-hmm. See, now, see no, no, that, that no, okay, right. that is true though. Like, I mean, that's growth or whatever. Like, I never really thought like seven years ago. I didn't think that I would be at this stage. You'd be like, damn, like, the sex was cool, but that's all it was, was just sex, and it was Mm -hmm. cool. Like, I was really thinking about, like, but what about the conversation? And I was like, what the fuck? What am I talking about? But it does get there where you start thinking about, like, and Young Cruzan's looking at me. Like, so say your problematic shit. You're a powerful brother. You know what I mean? That's all I'm looking up to. See, he tried to say that because I led with the problematic (laughs) part. What you got to say, young Cruzan? We've called him like five different ways. It's Cruzan. Sorry, Cruzan. Y'all going to have to write that shit down for me. Mr. Susio is going to have to teach us how to say it. So here's the thing. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. No, that's literally how you say it. Okay. Well, that's not the way you're going to say it tonight. Okay. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm going to jump on my man, White Chocolate, tonight. Jump on him. I, mean, I, like what he's awesome. I agree with what you're saying, saying, my brother. Here, let me further what you're saying. Oh. And that is, what you're saying, oh. brother, here, me further what you're saying. And that is that in our families, specifically men, we pass down pain, right? We also pass down a lot of lack of insight and a lot of lack of skills. So you all are talking about things that are developmentally down the road where William, they call you William on this podcast? Go ahead, brother. All right. I'm, or sweet dick Willie. I'm not calling you that. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, you said a little bit close to my face. So and we sing close to each other. <laughs> In addition to that, oh. Uh, William is saying there's a lot of stuff that you you grow into, then you learn, and yeah. what you're not saying is that you end up learning that on your own. Yes. So nobody necessarily told you that. No one taught me it. So you... Uh, it's epiphanies. Right. A so, black girl's name. So <laughs> what I'm saying is... That, Y'all don't know nobody named Epiphany? It's one of your right. I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, my, my point, the point of the matter is, is that um, we haven't learned from our forefathers... Literally, our forefathers. Um, Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> your father, his father before that. Okay, okay. I didn't know what you his mean. I thought you were saying that. we got a lot of fathers. The four <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you have guardians, you have adopted. I don't know what happened to you, brother. We get you. I'm just trying to let you know <laughs> that you weren't educated yes. to where you could be, where you felt like you needed to be at certain ages. Right. right? So you have then absorbed that pain and that um that non-instruction and then those non-skills that you have then developed over time. So a lot of times that also happens to women. Their father or, or whoever, whatever man is in their life may um, pass down certain pain to them where they weren't around. So then they don't know what it's like to um, see a guy who um, it doesn't matter what he looks like. He's about his business type thing. Yeah. Or it does matter what he looks like. And I want him to be about his business. Maybe they haven't seen that in practice. Maybe a guy hasn't necessarily been taught how to live that type of life. So I'm just saying all that to say this, is that insecurity (laughs) happens on both sides. Yes. Fear happens on both sides. I wish I had a third point. (laughs) I wish I had a third point. I was on a roll. I was on a roll. But with all that being said, um, the original question I think is a good question. But it comes from, I feel like that question comes from a place of pain. Who Whoever remembers their that. original question? 
None of you motherfuckers remember the no, original the question. question. Was, wow. it's wrong, unattractive men have okay. an easier time. Oh, come on, okay. white chocolate. I'm fucking tired of this, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, white chocolate, tell him, baby. <laughs> you know, that shit, what he was saying, like, because, like, look, talking about, like, young men and young women didn't get that example to see this is how they should be treated, blah, blah, blah. Because I've had women come over. And they're like so impressed by the smallest things. I'm like, what kind of niggas is you messing with that this is the type of thing you're impressed with? Like, I'm not gonna lie, I had a woman come over and she was like, oh my God, you don't have no toothpaste in your sink. I'm like, what kind of man? (laughs) (laughs) What kind of dudes? She's like, oh my God, that is so nice. You have no toothpaste in your sink. Or out of undergrad? Yeah, she was about 25. And I'm like, God dang. Or I've had a chick come over talking about, oh my God, you have books in here? I was like, God dang! Yeah, like, where know. have you been? Like, oh, I was disappointed. <laughs> I was just, but she was a freak and easy. So I was like, I fucked with it, you know. You weak you, for that? You brother. perpetuating the problem? Bro. Absolutely. Yeah. She chose. I didn't force her to do anything. I we didn't say that. Perpetuate? No, no, I'm not gonna say Perpetuated. that. Perpetuate these nuts. No, I'm just <laughs> 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 but uh, moral of the story is. Yes, ugly men. Okay, Bill. Moral of the story, Bill. Oh snap! Don't pay her bills unless that's your wife. Uh, or, or your long-time girlfriend. Thanks. Yeah, that too. That's cool. I mean, I'll buy her some tennis shoes. Five plus. Tennis shoes. Yeah, I'll buy her Five some po- some polos. Pay her cell phone bill. I'll pay her some cell phone bills. Be expensive these days. Yeah, that's why I say pay Like cell phone bills be expensive as shit. I'll get buy her. Get a hair and nails done. Okay, I'll do that. I'll buy it. Or buy a sports bra or something. (laughs) Or why don't you just be a good brother? Shut your... Why don't you just... He wasn't talking like this off the mic, y'all. He wasn't talking like this off the mic, y'all. I'm just trying to throw that out there. <laughs> I'm not. He's not really. Shout out to the hotel. I wouldn't be friends with him if he was a hotel. Okay. All right, y'all. We moving on to unpopular opinions, and White Chocolate says that he has an unpopular opinion. So my unpopular opinion is, I believe that higher education institutions and colleges are underserving students by not preparing them for real world challenges. I'm with you. I believe yeah, I think we all agree. I believe that since they are, there's a consumer model of where we believe, and rightfully so, people are paying outrageous amounts of money to meet the status quo and to go to college and get a bachelor's degree in a saturated world with bachelor degrees. But I believe when it comes to supporting college students, particularly freshmen and sophomore, we are underselling college students because we're over-supporting them. Yes. And so you're I seeing, think we're over-supporting young people, period. You're seeing high levels. You see it all the time. And I'm feeling it. I'm even feeling it now, getting out of my graduate program. Your first year in the field. We're not saying that we work in higher ed or that we know anything about it. We're just, like, having observations about okay. higher education. Well, whatever, whatever career field you're in, you leave from a very supportive environment. You have multiple resources and support. You have mentors. You have peers. You leave that environment, you go into a very (laughs) professional environment where you are interacting with people that are much older than you, you already have a chip on your shoulder, and you're going from an environment where they're supporting, 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 and then you go into an environment where people are like, welcome to life, you have no support here. And so I just think that, I'm not saying that higher education institutions don't prepare people for the real world, because they do in a lot of ways. 
But I think we have to be very careful about over-supporting because people are getting over-supported and their first year transitioning into the workforce is causing a lot of drama because I know my personal friends, whether it be undergrad or graduate school, that their first year out has been the toughest year because they have been over-supported. Mm-hmm. And I see it all the time. I see students all the time that where that's the case, where they're over-supported and then they leave, get into a work environment or they're an intern and they, you just notice, you can just see it. They just have a lot of high levels of support, which is nothing wrong with, but they have a, a dissonance almost because they have to go into an environment where they're like, you're going to work, I'm paying you, mm-hmm. and if you don't do this performance level, you will be fired. And they're like, whoa. <laughs> you know, and so I think that's an unpopular opinion because um, people think that, like, of course, higher education is preparing people for the workforce, but there, there are ways that we need to shift our paradigm or our perspectives to be like, hey, we need to be a little more serious and, and, and build resiliency instead of over. I think we're over-supporting pretty much everything these days. Like, we're teaching kids to... We teach young people to not be bullies instead of teaching people how to deal with bullies because bullies are going to exist no matter what. Like, our president is a fucking bully. So bullies are going to exist. So instead of teaching people, this is how you deal with a bully, we're like, no, don't be a bully. That's not fair. That's not right. Like, bullies are going to exist. So let's teach them how to deal with it. Let's teach them how to, like fight up against them or whatnot. And so, I don't want to get off of your topic, mm-hmm. talking about higher education or whatnot, but that's like a part of it because we teach them safe spaces all the time. There's really no safe spaces in the real world. Like, there's mm-hmm. really no that's safe spaces. Okay, what safe spaces are there in the real world? Right now, right now, when okay. we're in this environment, is this not a safe space? Yes. Okay, my bad. I didn't look at it like that. Okay, I guess so. Is it though? Yes. Yeah, yes, it is. Okay, right. that's, but this is Mr. Seuss here coming in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I really, I, I really think that like there are there are safe spaces in certain type of work environments. For instance, if you work on a higher education higher education campus, you automatically have tons of support resources. So in a sense, you know what I'm saying, you already have kind of more support than anyone else would have. Let's say like a mortgage person yeah, broker yeah, yeah. going straight into the industry accounting, guy, yeah. like accounting going into a banking industry just working in higher education you already have that extra support so you're saying that universities have all of this support all over the place for whatever you need but when you get in the real world there's not that type of support every single place basically you're saying yeah, in my opinion yeah. And I'm, yeah. I guess I mean I would probably agree with that because there's a student union for whoever you are no matter what and when you get in the real world, there's not necessarily a student union. But then as Young Cruzan was saying, like, there is a safe space. And technically, this is kind of like a student union where we are right now. Mm-hmm. We're all safe to say whatever. We, we've been saying all kind of stuff tonight. And we have all disagreed with certain things that we've said. But no one is, like, judging each other for it. We'll have our opinion. And we'll challenge each other's ideas to maybe look at it like this, look at it like that, or whatnot. So technically, this is a safe space, and I did. I guess I didn't look at it like that, but I think the difference is in the real world, you have to create a safe space. Unlike in college, they create it for you, and you just go and find it. 
Like, it's already there. It's placed there for you when you get to a campus as a freshman. There's 20 million safe, sp safe spaces all over the campus. But when you get in the real world and you're paying bills and you have to run errands and get your car fixed and pay rent and all that, there's no safe spaces out there already built for you. You have to create them. Like, what we're doing right here tonight, we created this safe space. This isn't just here that someone created for us. Like, we had to find it. We had to connect to someone. I had to create this. Does that make sense? Right. So safe spaces, what I hear you saying is safe spaces um, exist amongst people, not necessarily buildings or literally rooms and spaces. I guess in the real world, when you get out into the real world, safe spaces, yes, exist in people and you have to put forth the effort to create it. In college, you ha you don't have to put forth effort for it. It's like a lot of things are already there for you. It's like, I mean, this is different, but kind of the same lines where like relationships and shit is so much easier in college because you're all doing the same type of things. So you don't have to put forth effort to have a certain relationship because you're all going to class. You're all have the same type of goals. You want to party. You want to go to class. You want to finish this paper. You want to have this speech. You want to party on the weekends type of thing. So it's not that difficult to maintain a relationship. But when you're in the real world, you have to put forth effort. And in college, they're not teaching you how to put forth effort to maintain relationships or how to put forth effort to maintain a safe space. If Yeah, they are. It depends on where you... Who's teaching... Okay, well, okay, maybe I just don't see you that. You learn it. But who's teaching you... Who's teaching young people to that you have to put forth effort? Because I remember going through college, no one taught me that you have to put forth effort to maintain a relationship or to find a safe space. Yes, they did. You were learning all the time. First of all, how are you going to tell me that mm -hmm. someone taught me that? I'll, I'll tell you how. Okay, tell me, young Cruz. Amongst, uh, hey, get it right. <laughs> <laughs> tell me, Cruzan. In your, in your I'm own... I'm sorry, Cruzan? Cruzan. Cruzan. Okay, well, look. Tired of this shit. Tomato potato. <laughs> tomato potato. Not tomato tomato. Right. Tomato potato. All right, get it right. Okay. Oh, no. Sorry. Indiana. 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 <laughs> Shut up. What I'm telling you is that you. What you, I'm telling you is you were learning all the time. You were learning in your um in your residence hall with your roommate, right? You were learning when you left that room to then go about campus. How you were facilitating yourself um, amongst the people. You were learning when you existed when you went when you went into the classroom. People you interacted with. You were learning when you left that classroom to go to a student organization or event. These are all things that you're maintaining, perpetuating, performing certain behaviors, maintaining those behaviors, being taught other behaviors. All these things are happening all the time. You're well, maintaining. It's different for hoteps like you, though. Like, my yeah, I'm just playing. I'm my just playing. No, y'all, he's not a hotep, y'all. He's really not. No, I think my, my, <laughs> big, my big thing is not I'm about so safe He's 5% hotel. My big thing is that. <laughs> Since technically, regardless of what we truly believe, most college officials treat students as consumers or their parents, whoever's paying. The it's bill. a business, baby. Sally May. And so they are. Over, First of all, it's not Sally May anymore. They have an they obligation to its customer <laughs> to provide resources and support to whoever it is. And so I'm saying those students have that, or they have 
professionals that are trained to mentor and advise people a lot of times, and then they're leaving those environments to people who don't have the same social consciousness. They don't have the same level of awareness. And so they're going into environments where instead of being supported, they need to be taught resiliency. But yes, they, but they have been, we, we don't teach resiliency. They're not being taught resiliency. They're being taught that I can go and seek support, which is also good. We want to teach students seek support when you feel like you need support. That's what I was talking about with we teach them not how to, uh, we don't teach them how to deal with bullies. We teach them that bullies won't exist. We're going to just, worse too, man. yeah, like bullies just like, like it's, Bullies is gonna pop up. You a, a bully? Am uh, I a bully? Yes. So, so I mean, I might low key be a bully to be honest. Oh, I'm like, assertive as hell. I'm not a bully though. I probably okay. I might low key be a bully though because like I'm just tired of soft ass little motherfuckers. How you gonna, <laughs> how you gonna talk <laughs> crazy about so bullies? Maybe I, you're bullying us. <laughs> you bullying us? So maybe <laughs> I am a bully. I'm just tired of everybody. Making us do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right? Sit your asses down and record. <laughs> so what I'll say is that I feel like if this. School system and advisors. Susio is drinking lean right now. Whether, I'm just talking to y'all. I'm just throwing it out there. Whether whether you're Texas in athletics boy. or you're in the student government. Or I mean, we're not saying that we know anything about higher education because we don't necessarily work in higher education. Oh we just have observations. Yeah. So if it's working correctly, you should you should roll over that that Greek life, that student athlete life. And quit being a bitch. You should roll that over and just wow. say, you know what? I, I can't had, believe Bill said that. I had Shane. <laughs> Who's Shane? Who the fuck is Shane? Oh, uh, the rapper Shane Nasty. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you know him. Yeah. That was my favorite rapper From South up. Florida. Yeah. So now when I get in the real world, because I know the lessons that I learned with Mr. Nasty. <laughs> First of all, that sounds like some porn. You know, the lessons I learned with Mr. Nasty. On another note, do white people know what hotel means? White chocolate. Do you know what hotel means? We don't have the time to explain that. that I was just asking if they know what hotel means. And by they, you're asking one person. No, Mr. Susio and white chocolate. I actually don't know what it literally means. I know like the context is used, but like, what does that really mean? I would like to hear what Jay Ray's problematic opinions are or whatever. What is the what's the topic? Ooh, problematic opinions would be great. Ooh, go off. Oh, I she had some good. What's our next unpopular opinion? My next one is hot sauce is trash. Fight me. What? You need to leave right now. (laughs) We could actually square up our sides. Thank you. You don't like hot sauce? I don't have hot sauce. What is it about hot sauce that you don't like? It's too hot. (laughs) (laughs) What? It's hot sauce. Do you not like spicy food at all? I don't. Oh, man. Do you like the flavor regardless of the temperature? Do you have acid reflux? No, but unless you throw some ranch in that mug and mix it a little bit. Niggas love some ranch, boy. Mm -hmm. That's lit. Ranch ranch is the hot sauce of dressings. That is exactly what it is. Not a huge hot sauce. So that leads to another question. If you could only have one condiment. Hold on. Wait a minute. These motherfuckers is talking down here. If you could only have one condiment for the rest of the year, what condiment would that be? Big Boss Ranch. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I want. What kind of wings do you get? What kind of wings? Not hot ones. <laughs> okay. Honey barbecue. Okay, a little honey barbecue. I do a little Thai chili, you know. Oh, okay. Oh, that's but that's like about it. That's cool. kind of spicy. Mr. Susio says honey. honey. Why do you, you have to say wings? his name before every time? <laughs> hot sauce. 
Oh, she <laughs> just hot sauce. Yeah, like, that's it. I, Y'all, they know me about my boys. I'm over there. If I had one condiment. Spicy mustard. Oh, that's good. Really? Oh, I've never heard that one condiment for the rest of the year. No, spicy mustard for like cold cuts. From the grocery store. Dijon. I like cute mustard, but no hot sauce. I'm good. I think I would need. Go ahead. This is Cruzan. Oh, my God. I'm tired of Sucio and Cruzan. I'm gonna go with uh, Sweet Baby Ray's. Ooh, really? Ooh, so Ray's you could go the rest of the year with solid. just Sweet Baby Ray's. Hey, what you putting that on broccoli? Hey, I know. Like, what are you putting Absolutely. that on? Absolutely. Wings. Well, you putting that on? Would you put that on chicken wings? Absolutely. He Have you not chicken had chicken wings? wings? You don't eat chicken. <laughs> I don't eat chicken. But Say that. I would. That Do you not eat meat? Opinions. I don't eat meat, but I I like hard 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 but that's not that unpopular. Never mind. There is like this fake chicken. That I have. sounds unhealthy. Like corn, toast chicken? Exactly. Corn is bomb. So good. I'm right there with you. So corn good. chicken? Q-U-O-R-N. Corn. Oh. It's going down. Right oh, I caught the thing that mattered. Yeah. Do, y'all, do y'all want this uh this unpopular opinion? Yes. Yeah. This is Mr. Cruzan. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah I think we, we know. <laughs> Get it out so white chocolate can hear you. Black Panther the movie. Okay, oh, oh, shit. Wow. You're going to try it. Was Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> Best. I feel Would so you? offended in all of my eyes. Wait a minute. Really? There's two people here that just think it was okay. I did, now, I will say this. I thought it was dope. I will say this, right? Say it, bro. <laughs> I was having a conversation with some folk, and they brought something to light. Was that why did we have to have a white? Or what was it? A black villain, right? Like, why did Killmonger uh, yeah. and Killmonger was a hotel, like, and he was a hotel. Like, he surely was. So why? And I was like, you know what? I didn't think about that, right? Like, we were so focused on old boy in the beginning. Do you feel like that's thinking too deep into it, though? I don't. I do feel like we need to adjust. Because there's also black villains in other movies that's predominantly white. You're right, but I feel like we could have waited on that storyline, right, to be able to. Is that from the comic book though? I have no idea. I don't. I, don't, I don't really give a shit sure. about the comic books. I think we would books. need to know that before we made that opinion. That's but also it, true. It might be in the comic book. It might very well be, but it was one of those things like, could we have developed more of that claw storyline? First, yeah. before we die. But also, should Hollywood even line. be thinking about, should we wait to bring a black villain into... But it's not Hollywood, it's black people. Should we have thought about that first? Because it was dope, but... But what does it matter what black people, people think? If Hollywood knows they're going to make money, they don't give a shit what black people are thinking. But was it Hollywood thinking. or was it these black people? It was Hollywood. Well, Hollywood don't give a fuck what the black people are thinking because exactly. it's Marvel. But, but Hollywood never cares about what the people are thinking because they know they're going to make money no matter what. So if they don't care about what the white people are thinking when Spider-Man or whatever other movie comes out, then why should they care about when Black Panther comes out? We got to really care about... See, that's you, Snowflake Millennial. No, I'm just playing. Mm-hmm. But low-key. Like, <laughs> you millennial, too. Yeah, Who's mama? Not anyone else like the movie? I liked Black well, Panther. Great, I but it, it was just to me... I thought it was just hey, a movie though. That so. album was fire though. The yeah. album was okay. Album. Maybe is that an unpopular opinion? Well, I don't think enough people listen to the whole album. Just just the the movie. Nah, it didn't put in me my, up for the movie. Album, so. I was because listening. When I, saw the movie, I was like, "Ooh, these are the songs I'm starting to know because the album." And nah, I was from. I'm sorry, not not for you in your opinion, but for me. I was listening to that album for months. I didn't see the movie until like it was out for like two or three months though. Oh, yeah. Even though it was released like the same like two 
two weeks ago. Yeah, so I had been listening to the Shit, album. Though. I thought the album was cool. It wasn't that great. It was cool. I liked about five or six songs off of it. But, I mean, I enjoy the movie. I'm not one of those people that can go see the movie two and three and four times. I thought that was a little excessive. because Yeah, it's a little extreme for any movie to go see that many times in the uh, theater. That's debatable. I saw yeah. it times. There's lots of movies. Uh, we'll, get to, we'll get to I'm that giving, later. We'll get to that later. I'm giving my money to Black Yeah, people. you're right, because I've seen Mean Girls about 20 times. Mean then, Girls is a good movie. Get it, Bill. Unpopular Bill. opinion. Um, Another unpopular opinion. Kendrick Lamar's overrated. Wow. And uh, Black Panther's soundtrack might be his best work. Wow. You know what? I could totally see Kendrick Lamar being overrated because people uh-huh. act like he's the clear-cut best rapper of this generation. I don't agree. And I disagree with disagree. that. Because especially after not his first album, but his first major studio album that came out, um, Good Kid, Mad City, yeah. people was already crowding him as the best rapper alive. Yeah. I'm like, this nigga got... This CD, that doesn't make him the best rapper He's alive. He's been making music since I was an undergrad in Long Beach, though. Yeah, that's I cool and all, all California but... I have been listening to Yeah, him. but not... But and I live there. Yes, yes. Everything else is... Uh, yes. But he had hella music before but that, that but, but I have good. it on my original iPod. And no, okay. I'm, I'm agreeing... Settle down. I'm agreeing with you, but... But you had people, but you had people who had... I will. I'll listen to it today. You know niggas can hear y'all behind the fucking mic. Yes. So... You had people who had only heard Good Kid, Mad City that was already trying to say he's the best rapper alive. They hadn't heard the previous stuff from Kendrick Lamar. So, but yeah, but so those people who are already crowning him the best rapper alive, like y'all don't know fucking anything about <laughs> hip hop if you want to crown him the best rapper alive and you only heard this album. For me, Section 80 is my favorite Kendrick album though, but he's not like the end all. But he is one of the kings of the new school, but he's not the best rapper out there in my opinion first of all it's hard for me it's hard for me to recognize who the best rapper is because i enjoy all these rappers but i mean i'm from the school of like jay-z's for me jay-z's the best rapper a lot the jay-z's the best rapper ever in my opinion and then Kanye is also one of my favorite rappers of all time. Let's Biggie, Biggie's the best storyteller of all time. <laughs> but so, is there a difference between best rapper alive and best rapper of all time currently yes. alive? Best rapper alive and best rapper of all time currently alive. That could be two different things. First of all, you just said Jay-Z's seventeen different things. No, Jay Z is the best rapper, but we're not gonna. So okay, so no, no, so Jay Z is the best. <laughs> what do you say? Get out! Get out! What do you say? Post Malone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go. That was so good. No one Oh my god, that was so funny. The, ba- the black delegation has decided to vote. Bad. Off the oh island. God, it's so in real things. So that was so timely. So yes, there is Malone. a difference. There is go. a. The, there is a difference between the best rapper alive and the <laughs> best rapper of all time. Because if Jay-Z died, he wouldn't be the best rapper alive. He would be the best rapper of all time still, but then, because the, he's not alive, so you can't say he's the best rapper alive. Then the best rapper alive will go to what, one of J. Cole, Kendrick, one of them niggas, I don't know, like, I don't know, like, because, like, it's, it's I don't know who the best, okay. So another unpopular opinion. Best rapper alive, best rapper of all time that's alive? Or best rapper. Oh, what the fuck are you talking about right now? <laughs> Bye. Sometimes that's a lot. Or best rapper. That's I don't know what this nigga is trying to say. Okay, what I'm trying to say is that is he currently the 
Maybe we should say best rapper. Maybe we should say hottest rapper. I don't know. Jay Z can't be the hottest rapper. Exactly. Because so he's the I'm best saying, rapper. He's not hot right now. He's if you want to say that, Jay Z's been hot since he didn't gave you summers since ninety five. Is he not hot? He's on tour right now. Nope, he's not hot. He's the worst part of that tour. Dang. Hold on, wait a minute. I'm so tired. Wait a minute. I'm so sick and tired of these people. Who are so gone off of Beyonce that okay. they got to diss Jay Z? So I'm not when did when did it become hot to diss the greatest I'm, rapper I'm of all time? If White Chocolate says any white rapper name right now, I'm gonna suck the shit out of him. Eminem's album dropped this week. <laughs> How did you read my mind? Like yeah, you felt it. It was like. Mm. Well, okay. <laughs> to get off of that, Young Cruzan says that he has another unpopular opinion oh about J Cole. My God. Go ahead. What's your unpopular opinion, Cruzan? Oh, I don't need to talk about J. Cole. He's trash. I don't, uh, <gasps> Whoa. He's not trash. That's not what right, you're so You cannot like exactly. somebody. Well, I apologize. You don't believe J. that. J. Cole is not trash. Uh, you're right. You're right. J. Cole is not trash. <laughs> yeah, I, did not, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. J. Cole. He's J. Cole. J. Cole. J. Look here, brother. I like you. This album that just came out. This past album that just came out. By the way, if y'all didn't know. This is Mr. Cruzan. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> With all that being said, <laughs> his album was cool, but it was predictable and it's already been said. So if we, Everything has already been said in hip hop. That's not almost. true. I said almost, motherfucker. Okay, well, I, did I deserve that cussing out right now? No, you didn't. I didn't cu- cussing out would have been like seven more cuss words, though. I just cussed at you. But for real, not cussed you out. Post Malone does like... Oh, my feelings. God. We don't he does. Talk about how I'm feeling. I've heard good things about his album. Though. We're renaming you Post Melon. So, really quick, really quick. <laughs> Drake's album was way too many songs. Oh, so yeah. That shit that was whack. Okay, you know, since you want it, what's your favorite rap album this year? Your, or you at least your favorite know. two or three. Can I... Uh, well... Favorite two or just, three. I like Nas. That shit was so whack for me. Oh, my gosh. Can I just say my opinion? No, I'm, but I'm going to give you my opinion after Yay. each opinion. I liked it. <laughs> and um, J. Cole. <laughs> That's why I yelled at you. Talking about he's black. I didn't like this past album. But my favorite album that's out right now is Tiana Taylor. I'm just going to throw that out there. It's slept really? on. It's, it's slept on. I don't think it's slept on because a lot of people like it. So niggas love to say something slept like on like they're the only ones that like it when a lot of people like that shit. A lot of people like Tiana Taylor's it's album. It's not though. A lot of people like it. You know what slept on? <laughs> Buddy, Boss, the wow. Internet. Oh, I like the Internet. Internet is popular. What's Yo, I just want to. I'm a little drunk, y'all. But I just want to let y'all know that I appreciate y'all for listening to the Chicken and Liquor Hour. Thanks for tuning in. White Chocolate, say goodnight. Good night, fam. <laughs> Peace out, J Ray, say goodnight. Good night, Jerry. Okay. <laughs> Y'all be blessed. <laughs> <laughs>